Kraken. Uh, we're gonna it's hot little run Disney. Uh, my name is Jody B, and I am here with my friends tonight, Lonnie G. Hello. John. Hello, everyone. Uh, we've got Mean Gene. Howdy, everybody. There we go. Thanks, Gene. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Jeff is with us tonight. Hey, everybody. We have Kevin. Hey, guys. How are y'all? And we have a very special guest with us tonight, Caleb. Hey, Caleb. Hey, everybody. How are y'all? Thanks for joining us. Thanks so for we're going to talk about how our training went for week eight. Uh, uh, week nine is coming up. And then springtime surprise registration is coming up, too. So let's go around the morning and talk about how your training went this week. So who wants to go first? I, Kevin, I can talk about mine. Oh. You tell me, Kevin, how was your week? How was your training this week? Well, the two training runs during the week went really well. Um, I ran my nine miler yesterday, and it was brutal. It was the roughest one I've had in a long time. I think other people may have had some some rough runs too. I think it's the first time we really got up in the miles where it was really really beginning to get uncomfortable. I struggled through it. Um, I made it, but my intervals. I started out with about um, ninety second run and 30 second walk and it by the end it was 30 30 at best so um it was a struggle i'm still recovering so kevin how is that compared to your normal interval intervals that you run like when you were doing your training last year is that similar 90 30 no um this is the first time i've really focused on the run walk um so but my run run intervals i'm trying to keep those at a pretty fast pace um, and then because with the walking on, just trying to um, to balance that out. But it's 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 kind of hard at the beginning of a long run. And you're feeling good, and you go out a little too fast and run a little bit too much, and then you don't realize you're you're behind until you get over halfway through, and then you're thinking, oh no, <laughs> that was not a good decision early on. So, um, but just I'm learning the intervals. It's, like I said, this is my first time, so. Um, trying to figure out the pace and figuring out, you know, how often I need to stop and walk. So hoping to focus on that a little more and get a little better at it. But this is a time to practice when it's hot and the miles start increasing. So, yeah. And it's a lot of trial and error, man. Mm -hmm. I never, I never did run walk either until I'm really, this is my first go at it for training. So I'm right there with you. All right, Mean Gene, did you decide to go run at, let's see, the hottest time of the day, two o'clock in the afternoon or something? How was your run this week? So, so um, you guys know, maybe the world doesn't know, but, uh, you know, I, I was laid off uh, just a few weeks ago. And I'll be honest with you, it's affected my motivation to running. In some ways, running has been a little bit of an escape for me. Uh, but also, there's times where I just, you know, I get out and run and it's just everything kind of weighing down on me. And I've not been so motivated. Um, I, I uh, saw the weather was going to be in the, the mid to high 70s on Friday. And so uh, I don't have a job. So, hey, let's go run. I went and ran. And um, I just decided uh, that I was not going to worry about, you know, we say all the time, you know, forward to the pace. Um, I dialed back my intervals to 30-30. And uh, I'd been trying to move them up to like 45-30. And... Um, I just I went out and ran slow, and it was really it was nice and it was cool. I got to my nine. Uh, I texted some of you guys and I said, "Is is it eleven in a couple of weeks?" And on our last training call last week, Joe was talking about being a couple of weeks ahead. So I, I went ahead and ran eleven 
uh, because I felt no. so good. And, and I'm, I'm not bragging because I've felt bad. I've had some really bad runs. I've had times where I've, you know, to be honest with you, I've finished most of my runs walking. And um, that 11-mile run was one of the first runs, uh, the longest longest run that I've done, obviously, in a while, uh, but, but one of the runs that, I, that I've been able to finish running all the time. And so I just felt really good. The only downside is that I love my air shocks and uh, they quit hold the charge. And I checked on um, the warranty and they're about three weeks out of warranty. And so uh, not very happy about that. Don't really want to replace those right now, but I, you know, but I love them. So I guess I'm going to have to, but, but all in all, a good, a good week. You know, Eugene, it's worth, it's worth a try to just tell them that you're a couple of weeks after your warranty. I, I ran into a product like that the other day and just, uh, and I was like, Hey, I just missed it. And, and they were really good to me. So I, I'd try. You never know. Worst thing they can say is no, right? Hey, yeah, that's right. Are you trying to send Lonnie a fax? <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't know if that's me. That, that um, is you, sir. I didn't want to say anything, but I think, you know, you're a couple of strange, <laughs> something's wrong with it. Dude, you sound, you, you don't sound a mess. Mute line for a second. See, yeah. Yeah, nope. it's Gene. Now I can't hear him. So, anyway. Um, That's Kevin on dial-up, man. I, I think that might have been Kevin, actually. But, uh, <laughs> Can we just sit um, back my training, this week, <laughs> my training this week did not go quite fantastic. Um, after the run Sunday, I felt really good. Sunday evening, after recording, I started getting a little bit of congestion and everything. And then by uh, Monday, I was going into a full-blown sinus infection. And knowing how well that did not go for me last year and waiting too long to get to the doctor, I decided to get in right away. So I got in, got some meds and got stuff going in my system. Um, didn't get my two regular weekday runs in, but I did walk nine holes on the golf course a couple, three different days for my daughter's matches. So still got time on feet for those and out there doing it. And then today I didn't want to push and try to run. So I went out and just walked my nine miles and tried to keep a steady pace the whole way and not really push too hard. Kept my heart rate down under 140 for most of it, but it still maintained a 15-minute mile pace walking for the nine miles. So I'll call that a win for sure today for me and hopefully get this knocked out here in the next few days and rebound up through and back at it for the next couple of long runs. So well, that, That's a fast walk. I thought it was a fast walker, but that, that's fast. That's really fast. <laughs> Yeah, you should be. You should Definitely be taking it for a win compared to how I feel. So, mm -hmm. all right, all right, John, how was your week? It was good. Um, I got in the two midweek runs and then um, had some cross training, did a couple of Peloton rides and some weight training and stuff. Um, today I had planned to go out for like seven ish miles because I'm just training for the half. Um, you know, I'm not doing dopey like like I think most of all of you guys probably are. So I was just planning on doing seven miles today and woke up and it was thunderstorming and I didn't sleep last night because our baby has an ear infection, which, you know, uh, ear infections and babies don't really mix. So <laughs> he was up every two hours, like clockwork when his Tylenol ran out. So, um, so yeah, so, but I did end up getting in uh, about a 15 mile bike ride on the Peloton this morning, which was pretty good. Um, I felt good about it and I'm hoping to get my long run in now on Wednesday because that's. Um, I just schedule wise, you know, with everything going on with my wife and with uh, the kids and everything else, it's hoping to get it in on Wednesday during my lunch break. So we'll see how that goes. Awesome. All right, Lonnie, it's your turn. 
Oh, good deal. Yeah, mine went went good. I did a, um, my two midweek runs. Um, did the nine miles yesterday. Started off on um, doing intervals, one minute run, thirty seconds. So uh, and then just next thing I knew, I started watching something on uh, on my TV. Uh, I'm lucky my my treadmill has a has a big TV in front of it. So next thing you know, I was at um, nine and a half miles. So kept the same interval the whole time. Stopped and um, stretched out and, and looking forward to this recovery week. So it uh, went pretty well. Awesome. All right. I um, did 13 miles yesterday and I did my two midweek runs. Um, and I did a Orange Theory class only on Thursday. I didn't get my Tuesday class in because Tim was out of town and I couldn't work it in with the kids schedule. Um, and that was a weightlifting class and I, I way overdid it. <laughs> on my on my legs and I felt it on Saturday. I, I swam a little bit on Friday. Um, I also, John, I must be related to your son because I also had an ear infection. So swimming was probably not the best idea, but um, did a little couple laps anyway. But my 13, I was completely inconsistent um, on my pacing. I don't know what was up with me. Just, I don't know, it was goofy, but I, no pun intended there, but uh, but got it done. So closer and closer to my my October eighth race. So getting getting excited for that. So let's. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, Jody, what race are you doing in October? Um, it's the Queen Bee race. It's a uh, it's part of the Flying Pig Marathon production. Uh, but this one's mainly focused for women. I mean, men run it, but um, it's kind of a women's race, and uh, it's a really tough, tough hilly course. It was my very first half marathon I ever did, so I'm, um, it just holds a special place for me, and I just love that it's a lot of women. It's It starts, um, for those of you who have done Flying Pig, so um, and, and Jeff, the, the course actually starts at the start of the hill, so that killer hill, that's the start. Um, and then there's lots and lots of hills throughout. So it's actually a hillier pace or a hillier course than the actual flying pig. So that's it's a great but I'm excited for it. So, all right. Thanks. So super excited about our guest tonight. Um, anybody else have anything before we bring Caleb into the loop? All right. So um, Caleb, thank you for joining us and uh, quacking up with us a little bit tonight. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your how you got into Run Disney and how your training is going? Absolutely. All right. So I am uh, 40 and a half. I'll be 40 in December. Um, I got started, let's see, uh, so 20, well, okay. So 2010, 2011, got into sprint triathlons. Uh, just, I saw it on TV and I was like, that looks cool. I did one. I was like, that's terrible, but I kept doing them. Um, you know, I, I just like the aspect. I, I, my, my strong suit is cycling. Um, I, I, I seem to do really well with that. Not the best, but I just really good with that. Um, I can swim. I can't swim well. I did learn that later as I started training. I cannot drown, but I'm not an efficient swimmer because I'm a bigger guy, but whatever. Um, the sprints led to Olympic. Olympics led to halves. Uh, I've done nine halves. Did uh, Ironman Florida full in 2013, and same year also did uh, my first uh, uh, Disney, uh, the 25th uh, marathon uh, anniversary. Did that, and then of course next year that's when the fun started for Dopey. Um, and you know, just the backstory: growing up, never went to Disney. Uh, my parents were always working class folks, so uh, being from Georgia, you went to two places in the summer. You went to Pigeon Forge, or you went to Panama City, or you went to Panama City, you went to Pigeon Forge. Not that it was a bad thing. That's where we went. 
had cousins that always talked about Disney. They're like, dude, this place is the jam. I was like, yeah, man, I, I'm sure. You know, I'd, I'd always talk about going. Anyways, later in life, started going. I was like, this is cool. Love it. And that's why I was like, well, walking around is not enough. I'd really like to run around here. So, ergo, that's why we started doing, you know, the marathons and all that. And then um, I remember when uh, you used to listen to the Mickey Miles and More podcast when it was the, the hot thing. Um, they started talking about Dopey. And I was like, well, that's the Iron Man-ish. We're going to do that, you know. And so uh, there we go. You know, so from day one, just been doing it. And uh, Lord willing, I hope to keep doing them as long as we can. So, can, so. so you were Dopey Perfect, right? Yes, sir. I feel like we're with royalty. Don't be perfect. I mean, that's that's so few people. Although Tim and I met a guy, we happened to be standing in line with him uh, at um, not reg registration and and all the you know buying all your merch and stuff. He was don't be perfect. And then I swear we ran into him like fifteen more times that weekend. It was just one of those things you couldn't, you know. It's one per we kept running into him nonstop. So it's pretty pretty elite group. Do you know how many of you there are? Yeah. So so on the perfect dopey Facebook page, there's a guy who's saying I think he's Ted Marino. That's his name. I believe it might be Butcher. Anyways, last count, I think there's it's either five twenty seven or five forty seven. And of course, he has it broken down between men and women. The total number is five twenty seven, five forty seven. So here's the deal with it. Like I, I hope to do it as long as I can. You know what I mean? Lord willing, the whole nine yards. Feet are okay. Knees are okay. The whole nine yards. But I, it's it, what gets me is that every couple months they'll be like, "Hey, let's welcome so and so to the perfect dopey." To where I'm like, "Oh, hold on, time I hang on. Uh, -uh. if you ain't announced it, nah, you ain't in because you know." And like, and I'm not that guy. I want everybody to stay healthy. But when COVID came up, I was like, all right, we're going to start knocking some people off. Here we go. Here we... But they, they always keep multiplying. It's like, golly, I thought we were going to have like 250. Uh -uh, it's in the five still. So um, because it's funny how they do it. Run Disney, you know, I'm sure y'all have emailed and called them doing whatever. You know, they're kind of a pain at times. They will honor it for, you know, virtual and all that. But it's real weird, the bylaws. But nonetheless. Answer original question. I'm sorry if we're on a tangent. It's 527, 540, somewhere in that ballpark. That's the last number I had heard, and that was a couple months ago. So, anyway, that, that's a so lot more people than I thought there would be doing that. Yeah. So you're you're basically like pretty much constantly on a training cycle for Dopey, then, right? The last yeah. ten years. Yeah, basically, yeah. So I mean, the, the, I take some like so after after the race, like I know everybody. Like I'd like to do the flying pig. I'd like to do you know Chicago, the big stuff. Y'all, I don't have time, uh, you know, and, and the money and just the effort to do it. Because honestly, after January, I'll take maybe a month off and just chill out. But then, you know, come beginning of February, I'm training again because I trained for the Peachtree, which is our big 10K we have down here uh, in July. And I always like to keep myself where I can run a half. When I say that, I can run a half earlier in the year, like March, April. It's not pretty. But when I get into April, May, June, I can go run a half and I'm labored, but I'm not dying. You know what I mean? That way, if I can do that, when I get into the fall months for us, you know, in Georgia, I, you know, it, it's finally starts to cool off maybe the tail end of October. Um, so that when I get in October I, and I know I've got my I usually try to do traditionally two 20 mile runs before Dopey. I know when I, I have to do those that I can get through them and I'm not going to hurt. I'm not going to hurt bad. You know what I mean? Cause it's not, they're not fun. Uh, 20 miles is a long day in the saddle. 
Uh, and, and if that question is going to come up, I never run any further than 20 miles. Never have. Um, I hit it and it's been, it's been good thus far. I think one time uh, I did run uh, 21 miles, but that was just because the parking situation and the car got towed and all this stuff. Nonetheless, uh, yeah, it was a whole thing. But anyways, it, traditionally it's 20 miles and it has not failed me yet. So, uh, and do you Gall- follow the same training plan most years? That I you have? We've been Galloway since day one. Um, I, I can go out and run three or four miles without walking, but I, you know, as you get older, stuff starts hurting. It just helps me to, to, to do the, the run walk. Uh, my intervals are 45, 25. Uh, I've stuck with those for years. Um, and with, with the heat we've been dealing with, it keeps me around an 1120 to 1140 pace. And that's fine. Um, if I need to turn it up, I can squeak out faster than that, but as you know, I'm not worried about that. My the whole thing is, is how good am I going to feel on mile 24 of the marathon? I want to make sure I'm not dying, you know, on marathon weekend. So that's, that's my main focus. And, and, and with those intervals, it seems to help out, you know, the best so far. So. Yeah. yeah I'm going to tell you, Caleb, that's <clears throat> extreme uh, to me, extremely impressive, right? Perfect dopey. Cause it goes more than just the training, right? It's the registration for it, which could be, well, we saw what happened last time, right? Like right. this year's registration was, uh, there's still horror stories about that. I mean, people still wake up screaming about it. It was that, like watching 300. It was terrible. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, so it's to say that you've, you've successfully registered in all that so many years, uh, extremely impressive. And then the miles, then, right. It's, it's, it's 48.6 miles, year, you know, every year plus the training to go into that. So, man, that's a, that's an awesome feat. Well, I, I thank you so much. I mean, you know, and the thing is, is it's not like I'm not out here curing cancer or doing anything like that. But if we are talking money, yes, we have spent a great deal of it, you know, uh, over the course of years. And the cool thing is now with being perfect, um, I think we're year three now. We do get a link. Um, so, you know, all the mess that happened, we got a link like I think a week before, or several days ahead. And I, I mean, it's very simple. You just click and you're right there. You put your stuff in and you're good to go. It takes, you know, 30 seconds. And like I say, I don't with that whole process. I'm not a big computer guy. But I know that Disney and run Disney, you know, they don't have a checkbook. So I don't understand why with their servers or the net, whatever they have. I don't understand why you always seem to have issues. You know, with that, every year it's always something, you know, people they'll either waiting in line or, hey, and the biggest thing that gets me is they let people register and then you get up to click pay and it says sold out. That's a I mean, that's like, you know, kicking you right in the teeth. That's awful. And it's like, guys, I, you know, I don't know how that process is way above my head, but it's like, surely somewhere somebody could have fixed this by now. Yeah. I find it hard to believe they can't handle 10,000 people at a time. You know what I mean? It's just weird how that process, and I hate it for people that really, really, really want to do it. Um, and I don't take it for granted that, okay, yeah, we get to register. No, no, no issue. Cause I know like people legitimately upset about not being able to register, you know, for due to no, no fault of their own. Um, but yeah, anyway, so, um, it, that, that process is easier for us. Um, but when we first started out this, we were doing that. And then also that's when they had the new balance shoes. And I think at that time, the new, the, the, the run Disney new balance shoes, that process was just as hard, if not harder than registering now, because, you know, as y'all know, when you had to do that, like the first year you could go and get the shoes, but then the, 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 the years after you had to register, you had to, for a queue space, that's before we even knew what cues were. Oh, Lord have mercy. It was a whole thing. So, I, you know, thank goodness that the people that are new to run Disney, y'all ain't got to worry about that drama because it, what a hassle that was. So, yeah. Yeah. I got two pairs that I never wore 
um, upstairs in my closet, just in a box, right? Yeah. The, uh, Mickey's yeah. and then um, the black and white uh, Mickey's. Which ones were they? They're the Steamboat Willies. Yeah. Those were hard. I got those, and I got the regular Mickey's. So yeah, that yeah. new Valley part was really crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that that has nothing to do with the conversation. I'm just saying it was chaotic back then. So. Oh yeah. But. So you've seen pretty much everything over the last 10 years of Dopey. I mean, you've had great weather. You've had crappy weather. You've had great runs, bad runs. I'm sure it's come along through there. What is something that you can bestow upon some of the first timers? What are some tips or tricks or advice? Because you've, you've been through it all. I'm sure you had great training cycles. Then you had some that you probably just were shocked that you finished it. So what's yeah. the thing you can kind of parse on yeah. us? Well, the thing is, you know, you can read the books, you can look at the internet, you can follow Galloway, you can follow Higdon, all that stuff. The problem is, is that, you know, you, when it comes to real, real world, real life running, you know, when you're out on a 16, 18, 20 mile train run, like those are real miles. And, it's, and, and, and if you're in a funk, you know, and your mind's not right and your knees hurting or if it's cold or whatever, it's tough. And, and the thing is, I just, you know, you have to find whatever, whatever your, 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 your dig deep gear is, whatever makes you happy, be it, you know, a thought, a memory, a kid, a family, whatever. You just have to hang on to that because it's, it's tough because what it does, it's going to make a long run even worse. And it makes those 12 miles feels like it was 36 miles, you know, because what will I tell you with this? What, what helps me is keeping a positive attitude for the run, no matter what, and I've done that over the last three years is keep the positivity up. And I always say, Hey, this run is sucking today. I'm dying, but there's people that can't even walk and can't feed themselves. And I'm out here being blessed to be able to out here to be a run. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to get out of the car and I'm, I might, I might complain to myself in my car in my own privacy, but I'm still blessed to be out here doing it. So it's just digging deep, but it is tough. Um, I, I do think that I see a lot of new runners, um, they get it and they really overthink it because they're overwhelmed because Disney runs are, are so big. You know, it's not your local 5K where you've got, you know, 150 people. You're, you know, thousands upon thousands of people and everybody's excited. And uh, the, the the biggest thing that I see people asking is nutrition. Um, and, you know, honestly, I've been through the chews. I've been through the gels. I've been through, you know, the salt tablets. And at this point, I'm at the kind of thing. Listen, if you want to eat you a ham sandwich halfway through the run, eat your ham sandwich or whatever, whatever your advice is. Um, you know, I, I'll tell you that my my first Olympic uh, triathlon, I did see a guy eat a half size full burrito before the start of the event. Maybe don't do that. That that that's kind of you might end up tossing some cookies. But nonetheless, with the nutrition, I see people really freak out about that. And just get overwhelmed about running. And it's like, guys, this is not the Olympics. This, you know what I mean? Like 99.9% of us are not doing this because we're making any money. We're doing this for fun. Just go run and have fun. You know, and I just, every, every year, there's people that I see that are like nervous and shaking and crying. It's like, stop, just go run this and have fun. You know, Um, we're, and we're blessed, I guess, (laughs) when I say this about being from the South, we run in the heat all the time. So I'm used to it, but usually like, you know, run this event. Y'all been there in January. The weather is a crapshoot. It can be, you know, colder for me. It can be perfect for the guy, you guys that are up North or for us that are used to running 80, 90, they get down here and we run, you know, Oh, it's going to be 82 degrees. I see people lose their mind. I hear 82 and I'm like, perfect. Let, let's do this. You know, um, it, just let it go. Just run. Have a good time. 
take it all in. You're everybody's at Disney because they like it. You know, just go go and do your run. If you don't finish, okay, you try it again next year. You know what I mean? It's just I, the, the overthinking thing is, is what I've seen more is is more consistent than anything else um, with Kill. Any, anybody that runs. Yeah, and I, I think you're 100% on that because I know for me that was one thing that I freaked out about too was things I couldn't control. The weather. Is my stomach going to react funky to something I eat on the course? Whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's like, really? Just go out there and, like you said, have fun. You're at Disney. I mean, you're in the greatest place to run, right? And right. a lot of that stuff too, like the nutrition and everything, now's the time to be trying new things, right? Oh, yeah. um, go out and try the gels, try the, you know, the tailwind, whatever, make sure it works for you. And then just hope for the best and enjoy it. Right. So, and that's, and that's the thing too, you know, for each, what works for you and everybody else might not work for me. You know what I mean? So, and that's why it's so tailored. It's like, what do you use? Well, I like this flavor gel. You might try to think it tastes, you know, like acid. It might be the worst thing you've ever put in your mouth, but it's like, well, I love it. You know, so whatever. It's just a very unique and personalized thing for each individual. So, so, so Ken, I have two really important questions for you. So you're talking about having fun and don't take it too seriously. And so two important questions. Number one, do you do costumes? And number two, do you stop for character photos? So... So here's the deal. So I don't have, <laughs> I don't have any kids or anything like that. Um, characters, if, if I'm running with, with a group of guys, a group, you know, excuse me, a group of people, whatever, and they're stopping, I'm going to stop because I've done it in the past. But traditionally, I won't seek somebody out. Um, I, I have in years got that, you know, ever elusive shot with Dopey after you wait, you know, forever to get to him just because, hey, it seems right. Um, costumes, that's a negative. I'm not doing that because here's the deal. It, it, I, I would entertain it, but that would be a 5K day only thing. Joe Ficus, bless his heart. He, I mean, he, he is the man of costumes. Y'all know that. That's not for me because I'm telling you on, on mile 17 of the marathon, that stuff being the garbage. There is no mile two. There's no way, especially when it gets hot, you'd be rubbing and chafing. No, I ain't doing that. Lord, no. So, but I think it's cool. Yeah. So why do you, why do you do this then, Caleb? What is your reason for flying South? Why do you, put yourself through this for the last 10 years it's just fun hey honest to goodness it's just fun because it's you know it's a great time of year you're coming off the holidays where you've already had a good time with friends and family and you know the reason for the season the whole nine yards and then it's just like you know you get to kind of extend that because i'm going down especially now with you know being with you guys and being with the lizards you know i've developed so many running friends over the years that i don't talk to on a regular basis so when i get down there i'm like hey there's a, you know whoever um, it's, it's like, uh, I'll tell you what it's like. It's like having a high school reunion every year. That's what it's like. Um, and, 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 people you like. Well, correct. That's the thing. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to see that person. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, that's the cool thing too, is because, you know, that, like you're in the Disney bubble and regardless of, you know, if I do or don't agree with everything that the Disney company does or believes in, that's irrelevant. I just like going there because when you're there, you don't, you know, it's it's like you're just out of reality for a little while. You know, be it be it four or five days, you don't have to deal with your typical BS that you deal with or, or problems that you deal with on day to day. You're there just to run and have fun. And um, the biggest reason I go down there is because Disney World is the world championship of people watching. It is the best on the planet. This it is flipping awesome. Anyway, whatever. I don't know. That's maybe that's just my thing, but I love it because people lose their mind down at Disney World. So. Hey Caleb, I want to revisit what you said about a, sa a ham sandwich. Um, yeah. So this is this is something I brought up several times. And I'm trying to figure out 
the best way to pack a ham sandwich on a, a 20 mile run. If you, I just want to know, have you, or have you not done this? Absolutely. I'm got very you, interested. Got you an answer. So uh, Hamilton beach at Walmart, you can get on Amazon or at Walmart. They have a panini press, uh, you know, to go, it's small, it's rinky dink, but uh, you, I just use white bread or lo whatever loaf bread and uh, do your ham and Swiss or whatever your vice is, put it in the panini press. You can do it the night before, put it in the refrigerator. Okay. In a plastic baggie. And then I just put it in, in, in my running pack. And then on a long run, I'll pull it out. And I still do that to this day. But I usually use turkey. It is fantastic. I don't put so mayonnaise on it because I think that'd be great. I'm doing that. I, I'm 100% yeah. doing that because uh, a run of like, you know, anything more than like 15 miles, like I'm starving to death halfway through it. So, yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah. Well, Dude, I tried. I, I like the idea of the panini press because that makes it hard enough to not fall apart, right? Because that was my problem at Marathon. I had a peanut butter sandwich in my run pack and it was a mess. <laughs> If you put it in cold, by the time you get to mile 15, it should be nice and warm. Well, so see here. So, so what happened is this is trial and error. Okay. This is funny. <laughs> this is funny. So started out just like you said with, uh, I didn't do peanut butter. I did peanut butter syrup, put it in there. Well, it got hot. So a mile 18 of a 20 mile train run, I got to pull it out. It's goo in a plastic bag. So it's cool. Cause all you end up doing is just tearing a hole in it and drinking it like it's cake batter. It's disgusting, but it, it was like I was eating a T-bone steak. It was fantastic. So, so because of that, trial and error over the years, I've tried everything mm -hmm. from taking like a hoagie, you know, sub, putting that in the bag. It gets soggy in that or hard. It gets petrified somehow between my house and, and 10 miles in. Panini press has worked thus far. It's not like you're going to a nice restaurant, trust me. But if you're out in the middle of the sticks, it is fantastic. So anyways. I've put like bite-sized Snickers and stuff like that in my in my running belt, uh, and that that I mean that was just that just made me mad. So yeah, yeah I'm doing a sandwich for sure. Yeah, yeah, I just it's worth a shot. I mean, and if it doesn't work, I'm sorry. I don't I don't have like a copyright on it. I just know it works for me. So try it, give it a shot. But uh, I like it. <laughs> but a good yeah, practical you, tip. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you, and it's just um, I I don't know if um. How do y'all stand on y'all's y'all shoes as far as like what kind of mileage are you getting out of y'all shoes? So I get about three hundred miles on mine, um, and I'm a big dude. So you know, if I was smaller, I think I could get more. But I usually notice I start having some ankle pain around like two ninety to three ten somewhere in there. Okay. That, yeah. that, I can stretch it to to about four hundred. But the thing is, is that I know that I'm losing the bounce in the shoes. So traditionally, what I'll do is I'll buy two two of the same shoes at the same time. That way. And I alternate them so that way they're always fresh. So like the pair that I'm wearing now, that this will probably be my five, my five k and my half day. Uh, and then I don't have a pair yet for uh, for ten k and full day, but that that'll come probably in a couple months. I, I have a brand new fresh pair to, 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 to you know alternate those in. But I was just curious about that because I was always wondering if I'm buying too many shoes at one time or whatever. And what about where do y'all stand as far as your socks? Do y'all do alternate and buy new socks? That's a good question. I have yes. several pair, and I use like the thin merino wool ones from like um, Smart Wool. So I yeah. use those because okay. then they they work in the cold, they work in the hot, and if I get wet, they're you know, right. they work. Yeah, for I me. just I, I like uh, something about a new pair of shoes and some new socks. It makes me feel like a new man. They're fantastic. I love. I wear a lot of stuff by Swiftwick. They make them in various uh, lengths, mm -hmm. um, but they are flipping awesome. So anyways, that's a sidebar. I was just curious. I, like I said, that's another thing. I didn't know if I was buying my socks in the right duration or not, you know, so. No, I think you that's a really good question for the rest of the team, too. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Gene. 
And I was just going to say, I mean, you, you're, you know, you're asking us, but you probably have um, more experience doing this than, than any of us. But, um, you know, I, I change up my shoes. Usually I buy in the middle of a training cycle, I'll buy a new two pairs of shoes usually. Right. Um, right. And, and they actually, um, I've been wearing Hocus for a long time and I just switched to some Saucony's last races. And, um, but so it's about time for me to get shoes, but socks, like my, when I went to get shoes the last time I bought a few pairs of like expensive socks and I, I just can't tell a difference. I, you know, I, I've started buying whatever targets, you know, store brand right. of athletic socks, you know, like no show socks that's what I'm running. I don't have any problems on blisters. Um, right. I had blisters with Hoka's at one time and I figured out it was the shoes last, you know, last year and that's why I switched. But right. um, I, I really, I'm not particular with socks. Now Lonnie, Lonnie's actually an ambassador for a, a particular sock. <laughs> Um, and he could tell you more about those, but I'm not particular about socks. Well, yeah. So I, I, I'm an ambassador. I have to say that for pro compression. So I got about 500 pairs of pro compression around here. That's all I wear. Uh, shoes wise. I'm like Nelly. Every time I get them, I get two pair. And <laughs> I want two pair. Yeah. I, I need two pair. Right. So every time I, and, and I like to go in <laughs> to marathon. Hence he's got it. He said he's got it in his, in his closet. He's never even worn. So I don't, I don't wear those. I, I do hopeless. And uh, so usually I like to go in with about 50 miles on each one. So like I'm still training on last year's ones. Cause once I hit about 350 miles, I, I flip them out. Uh, going with two, it lasts a lot longer. Right. So I'm going to start incorporating these two into my training cycle, probably in the next four to five weeks. Uh, and then by the time I get to marathon weekend, I should have about 50 or 60 miles on each of them. Right. To me, that's the perfect amount of cushion and bounce for me. Um, and I just go from there. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. That, yeah. That, that's a good plan. And I've never, uh, never had to mess with any orthotics. My, my, my gait and my, my stride is pretty neutral. So, um, I run, uh, I run the, aware of the Saucony, the ISOs. Um, I just, I've been running those for years and every time a new model comes out, I buy those. There's only been one model year that sucked. And I had to switch to something else, but they got all their crap together now. So those are good. But um, and then I do want to say this too. One thing that's always brought up, it's not now because we're too far out, but usually right in December, people start talking about weather. This is very, very important. Y'all don't know me for Adam's house cat, uh, but just believe me on this as far as the weather for anybody that's not done these before. I don't care what part of the country you live in. If you have cold weather gear, bring it. If you have hot weather gear, bring it. If there's something that you think you want to run in, bring it. I've been down there in years past. I was I, Now, the year that it sleeted, that was before we started. However, we did start one morning before we knew the lizards and all that. We sat in brand new unused porta potties. We had to break the zip ties off. But we sat in them for about an hour and a half just to get out of the wind because it was so cold. I think when we started, it was like 37 or something, and the wind blowing, it felt like it was, you know, in the teens. I'm from the south. I thought I was going to die. I thought I was, was going to lose my fingers or, or my feet. Yeah, I mean, it was it was cold. Um, but that being said, bring everything that you got because it can be great or it can be awful. Um, case in point, this marathon year, past year, we got done. It was hot. as It was hot. It was bad. Um, and e even for us, I mean, because I'm usually – we're usually, you know, 6.15, 6.30 finishers, so we're, we're on the tail end. It was – I was dying. It, it was real bad. So um, bring everything that you have, gloves especially, and beanies. They will save your life. Like I say, I'll, everybody's up north. I don't have to tell you all that. Y'all know that. But 
um, to all the new people that do this, bring anything. I know that, that space is, you know, the airline charges and, and the suitcase. Fine, pay the money, bring it. It will pay dividends on race day. Yeah, that, that's a I very, like very, that. very good tip. I like going to the dollar store and getting those those dollar gloves because then, you know, toss them, throw them, they donate them to whoever. My my only other tip is to bring newspaper because if your feet get wet, you shove that newspaper right in your shoes and your shoes are perfectly dry the next morning. And if you're wearing the same running shoes, newspaper is key. So well, so with that, too. So I bring newspaper always because that is a, that's a pro tip. That's real good. However, on one of the Amazon sale deals they had a shoe dryer that was some off brand it was like 15 dollars or 18 dollars i bought it it's small you can put two shoes in in 45 minutes your shoes are bone dry it travels with me every year now i've had it for three years it's fantastic so hmm. yeah doesn't take a whole lot of space at all so so well thanks uh you know going into training right we talked about the mileage next week is going to be a really nice week at least for me, I think. Uh, Joe, do you want to cover uh, what our mileage is for this week? Sure. So for those doing um, marathon, um, I, if you guys have 30-minute runs on your uh, – you guys do Tuesday, Thursday, right? Um, and then I think everybody else for Dopey, we're at 45 minutes. And then it's a nice, nice weekend this weekend. We're down to three miles. So it's one of those, you know, Galloway likes to bring us up and then bring it back down and then bring it up and then bring it down. So it's a, it's a bring down weekend, which, um, which is kind of nice. I know that my husband and I have to volunteer to work the uh, cross country, uh, the cross country parents have to volunteer to work the football game concessions. And I made sure we signed up for a night where the next day was a short mile <laughs> commitment. Cause I'm like, we're not standing on our feet serving hot dogs and chips for four and a half hours and then running 15 the next day. So, so it's a nice short weekend this weekend. So best of luck to everybody. And I also wanted to remind everyone, um, Tuesday is springtime surprise registration. Um, I don't know if anybody's going out to try to register for that, but you can go back to some of our release, the quack, or pardon me, our Disney with the Ducks episodes, episode nine, which was released on April 12th. We give you some run Disney registration ramp ups. So we're going to give you some good, some tips there on how to perhaps navigate the run Disney chaos registration. So um, that is coming up. Now, anybody in this group, Going for springtime surprise? Yeah, I volunteer as tribute for that. All right. Bonnie's <laughs> going to take one for the team. Caleb, are you running springtime surprise? Dopey takes enough of my money. Um, that's all I can give to them. I, I, I'm good. <laughs> hey, that, you know, that's just, good I understand. <laughs> yeah, just shy of 700 bucks. I, I'm good for, for Disney. We're all right. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming down, Caleb, and talking with us for tonight and bringing your wisdom of everything for the Dopey Challenge being perfect for the 10 years. And um, if anybody needs to get a hold of Caleb or to have questions, you can find him in the Disney with the Ducks group. He's usually lurking around there. So you can always just make a post there, reach out. I'm sure he'd be more than willing to answer some questions or if you're into lizards. But um, for the rest of the guys and the gang tonight and the ones who's not on here, we appreciate it. Good luck with all your training. And remember, forward is a pace, everybody. Thanks, guys. Have a good evening. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Woo!